You're listening to South Florida's Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. This is God's plan for redemption, and it's good Good morning and welcome to the Our Wireless Connection radio broadcast. My name is Pastor Carolyn and my husband, Pastor Larry, and I thank you for joining us today. Continuing on in the book, Prayers That Activate Blessings by Apostle John Eckhart, we're starting in Chapter 3, The Blessing of Giving, page 37. The Bible teaches a very simple message about being blessed to be a blessing. It is a cyclical law, much like sowing and reaping. In Christian circles, it has been called the law of the harvest. In the world, karma, and in science, cause and effect. What goes around, comes around. You get what you pay for. You get what you put in. Whatever you sow, you will reap. Regardless of what man has tried to label it, this law of giving and receiving originated by the hand of God at the foundation of the world. It is not a hypothesis or theory. It is ingrained law that applies to life on this earth and in heaven regardless of if we are aware of it or not. What you put out will be given back to you. And even more, you will receive in proportion to how you give. If you give or sow sparingly, you will receive for reap or sparingly. 2 Corinthians 9.6 if you want to receive the blessing of God, you have to be ready to give. You cannot expect to live a blessed life if all you do is receive, receive, receive. You will end up like the Dead Sea, becoming too salty and too toxic to support any kind of life. A blessed Christian is vibrant, fruitful, and able to give and sustain life. Everything around them is blessed. The spirit of death and staleness does not stay around them very long. Because they are blessed, they give blessing and in turn cause a flow of abundance in the kingdom of God where lack does not exist. Many churches today say that they have modeled themselves after the New Testament church, but the early church received and responded to the message of giving in a way that many of us today would be reluctant to practice. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 14 and 15, Paul encouraged the Corinthians to continue what they had always done, and that was for those with abundance to give to those who did not have, so that no one would go without and that all would be blessed. He called this equality. In Acts chapter 2, 44 and 45, in Acts chapter 4, 32, 33, it is also called having all things in common. There was a living flow of blessings between the members of this church. Those who were blessed gave to those who were in need of blessing. They did this willingly and cheerfully. See 2 Corinthians chapter 9, 7-15. In each of these instances, you will see that the supernatural grace of God surrounded and blessed the givers and receivers so that the giving wasn't a burden and the receivers were blessed enough to become givers as well. The seven spiritual places of abundance. 
In order to receive the blessing of giving, you must first be blessed with abundance. The Old Testament names certain physical places that represented abundance, fertility, fruitfulness, excellence, and beauty. When the people of God dwelled in these places, their lives prospered like never before. They were at peace and protected from their enemies. They had all the food and produce they could eat. Their land was well watered. Their cattle were fed. This was true as long as they stayed in this place. Today, the body of Christ is struggling to understand how to be in a place of blessing and abundance so that they can give the world what it needs as a testimony of God our Father. The lack of revelation concerning His laws and ordinances about giving and receiving is what keeps the church in a position of lack. Many do not feel empowered by God's grace to give cheerfully because they are not dwelling in one of God's spiritual places of abundance. In the Old Testament, God gave, made all of His blessings available to His people so that they would be a blessing to the surrounding nations and all who saw how they lived would know there was a true and living God. There were seven places where the abundance of heaven flowed down to the earth. These seven places are still active in the spiritual realm. Your prayers and confessions can begin to release this flow into your life. Just as the Lord's Prayer says, you are able to release God's will upon the earth as it is in heaven, Luke chapter 11, verse 2, and it is His will to bless and prosper you. As you learn about these seven places of spiritual abundance, begin to pray that the spirit of abundance that inhabited these places will fall on your life. And so let's pause for a minute. Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, by the power of the Holy Ghost, Lord God, let your kingdom come. Let your will be done in each life, Lord God. Let the spirit of abundance inhabit and fall upon each one of our lives. And let it linger there and stay there as we linger in your presence, Lord God. Now, today, and until the rapture of the church, we ask you, Lord, Right now, in the year 2019, take our lives. We surrender fully unto you, Lord God, and let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Let your word be performed and manifested in our lives in Jesus' name. Number one, the plain of Sharon, the fruitfulness of the kingdom. The plain of Sharon was known for its fruitfulness and fertility. In both 1 Chronicles 27-29 and Isaiah 65-10, it was a grazing place, a pasture land for the flocks. It was full and lush and it seemed to be ever blooming. Barnes notes on the Bible says that Hebrew connotation of the word blossom in Isaiah 35-2 is that it shall blossom abundantly blossoming it shall blossom in other words its fertility fruitfulness beauty and life-giving ability would continue in great measure and without end many when the many colored flowers are in bloom it is a scene of rare beauty what do you need to see blossom abundantly in your life god wants to bring that beauty into your life number two mount carmel the beauty and excellency of the kingdom Isaiah 35.2 also mentions the excellency of Carmel, meaning that the Lord displayed His glory and splendor in this mountain. The word Carmel means crimson and also refers often to a fruitful field. In Isaiah 10.18 and Isaiah 16.10, while the English transliteration is not used, the word Carmel is translated 
directly as a fruitful field and a plentiful field, respectively. It is also referred to as a place of beauty, Song of Solomon, chapter 7, verse 5, excellent, Isaiah chapter 35, verse 2, a plentiful country, Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 7, Carmel by the sea, Jeremiah chapter 46, verse 18. Since the sea often in scripture denotes Gentiles, it is interesting to consider the imagery of the strength and beauty of the heights at the edge of the Gentiles as well as the natural imagery. Song of Solomon, chapter 7, verse 5 says, Thine head upon thee is like caramel, and the hair of thine head like purple. The king is held in the galleries. In every passage of scripture that mentions excellency or that which is excellent, the word caramel carries with it connotation of perfection, completion, and fullness. But I will bring back Israel back to its own pasture, and he will graze on Carmel and Bashan. His appetite will be satisfied on the hills of Ephraim and Gilead. Jeremiah chapter 50 verse 19 NIV. Number three, the glory of Lebanon. Fawcett's Bible Dictionary describes Lebanon as a fertile valley full of fragrant flowers, aromatic shrubs and vines, cool streams, and a variety of strong and tall trees. It was a place of retreat from the heat of the plains. It was a direct contrast to the vast deserts in the area, an oasis. See Joshua chapter 11 verse 17, Joshua chapter 12 verse 7, Psalm Chapter 72, verse 16. Psalm, chapter 92, verse 12. Song of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 8. Song of Solomon, chapter 11. Song of Solomon, chapter 15. Isaiah, chapter 35, verse 2. Isaiah, chapter 60, verse 13. And Jeremiah, chapter 18, verse 14. Number 4, the Valley of Achar. The Valley of Achar is the place where the Lord's anger was turned away from Israel after Achan stoning, and they were given to pass to enter the promised land. Joshua chapter 7, verses 24 through 26. In Isaiah chapter 65, verse 10, it was a reward for the people who seek God. According to Nelson's Illustrated Bible Dictionary, prophets used it as a symbol of a state of contentment and peace after coming of the Messiah. A reversal of God's wrath on men for their sins should they receive his son and follow his ways. The Valley of Acre is like a pass-through between the curse of sin and the blessing of God, between death and life, between the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. Number five, Mount Hermon, the blessing of the kingdom, the dew of Hermon. Come with me from Lebanon, my spouse, with me from Lebanon. Look from the top of Amana, from the top of Shanir and Hermon, from the lion's dens, from the mountains of the leopards. Song of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 8. The dew of snow-capped, tri-peaked Mount Hermon is compared to unity, reminiscent of the Godhead. When the cool air of the snowy peaks of Mount Hermon meets the warm air of the desert, the clouds dispense a copious dew that is saturating, penetrating, and soaking. Therefore, it is no wonder that the base of Mount Hermon there are luscious gardens, fruitful orchards, and fertile fields. The dew of Hermon penetrates to the roots of the trees and plants. It's not just a surface moisture.
Number six, Zion, the mountain of the Lord. Zion, also known as the city of David, city of peace and city of God, was a fortress of protection for the Israelites. Second Samuel chapter five, verse seven. It was a place where King David housed the Ark of the Covenant. It was a place of holiness where the presence and the goodness of God dwelled. Therefore they shall come and sing in the height of Zion and shall flow together to the goodness of the Lord for wheat and for wine and for oil and for the young of the flock and of the herd. And their soul shall be as a watered garden and they shall not sorrow any more. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 12. Number 7, the Garden of Eden. The word Eden means delight. Adam and Eve, the first man and woman, lived in the Garden of Delight. In Genesis chapter 2 and Genesis chapter 3, we find that Eden is a place of God's blessing and prosperity. It was plentiful with the original variety, beauty, and fruitfulness of God's creation. Every living thing can trace its beginning in the Garden of Eden. The Garden also represents intimacy, a place where the, a man is closest to God. He walked among them in the coolness of the day. There was no dividing wall of sin at the beginning. See Genesis chapter 3 verse 8. And so saints continuing on in the book that we're reading, Prayers That Activate Blessings by Apostle John Eckhart. Let's begin to make a confession, a prayerful, uh, prayerful confession and declaration going into 2019. Abundance and Prosperity Confessions. We will prosper and be in health even as our souls prosper in the name of Jesus. We will not lack for you are our shepherd and we shall not lack according to Psalm 23 verse 1. Lord prosper us and let us have abundance. Lord you are El Shaddai the God of more than enough. Give each one of us everything we need to fulfill our destiny. Then let us have more that we need, more than we need, according to Genesis 17, that we might be a blessing, Lord God, to all those around us, Lord God. Cause your people, Father, in 2019 and beyond to operate in the overflow and to know how to distribute the overflow around them, Lord God, to those, Lord, in need, Lord God, and to those according to the Holy Spirit's direction in the name of Jesus. And Lord, you became poor, that through your poverty we might be rich. Lord, let us not lack any good thing, for we delight ourselves in you, Lord. Give us the desires of our heart, for we seek you. Let our desires be your desires, Lord. In 2019 and beyond, Lord, line us up with your perfect will, Lord. We put your kingdom first, your righteousness, and all things, God, are added on to us. Lord, bless our coming in. Bless our going out. Bless us in the city. Bless us in the field. Lord, let us be blessed to be above and not beneath. In the name of Jesus and by the power of the Holy Ghost, let your people hear the sound of your voice, Lord God. Order their footsteps. Cause them, Father, to know the direction in which you are leading them in Jesus' name. And Lord, let us be blessed to be the head and not the tail in Jesus' name. Lord, let us be blessed with dominion and victory over the enemy every single time we declare victory in Jesus' mighty name. The God victory, Lord God. Victory in you, for you are our victory. And so, Lord God, we surrender our lives to you right now, Lord God, saying, Lord, let your victorious, overcoming anointing overtake our lives, Lord God, that we might be a testimony that this is what it's like to live with the one true living God in your life. Surrender. 
receiving you as Lord and Savior. Lord, let everything that our hands touch be a blessed thing. Lord, let your blessing overtake our lives. Lord, let your favor bless our lives. Lord, command your blessing upon our storehouse, we pray, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, command your blessing, even life, evermore, upon each life, in Jesus' name. Lord, let us have plenty of silver. Lord, multiply your grace in our lives. And let us abound to every good work in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, let us have abundance and not scarceness in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord God, we bind and rebuke all lack. Lord God, anything that would attempt to hold us back from being the givers that you called us to be. Lord God, the distribution centers of the kingdom of God. Lord God, we rebuke anything that would try to hold us back from all you called us to be in the name of Jesus. Lord, let there be no holes in our bag in Jesus' name. Let the windows of heaven be opened upon each life. Pour out blessing, Lord, that there's not room enough to receive. And Lord, rebuke the devourer. Rebuke the devourer, Lord, we pray in Jesus' name. Lord, we seek you. Cause us to prosper according to Second Chronicles chapter 26, verse 5. Lord, speak over each life. Lord, cause each one of us to prosper, Lord God. Let your, send your angels, Lord God, we pray, Father, to prosper our way according to Genesis 24, verse 40. Lord, be with us and let us be prosperous people, Lord God, each one of us, according to Genesis chapter 39, verse 2. Let us have wisdom and prosperity, according to 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 7. Lord God of heaven, prosper each one of us, according to Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 20. Lord, we take you take pleasure in our prosperity, according to Psalm 35, verse 27. And God, send your prosperity into each life, according to Psalm 118, verse 25. In the name of Jesus, we stand in agreement, Lord God, for each one, Lord God, even those, Lord that have been through very rough seasons, Father God, that they're breaking out of it now in the name of Jesus. Send prosperity, Lord, I beseech you. Send prosperity into each life right now in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. In Jesus' mighty name, I declare you are the head and not the tail, above only and not beneath. In Jesus' mighty name, go forth, go forth, hallelujah, go forth in the name of Jesus. Let the peace and prosperity of God be upon your house, according to Psalm 122, verse 7, in Jesus' name. Lord God, let the gifts that you have given to each one of us bring prosperity according to Proverbs 17, verse 8. Lord, you have called us. You have made our way prosperous according to Isaiah 48, verse 15. Lord, rule and reign over our lives with prosperity. And so, God, we surrender to you, Lord God, to your good God plan, for you are a good God, and we magnify your name. Lord, we know that every good thing comes from you, and we thank you that you have taken us this far. We thank you for every good thing that you bestowed upon our lives. We thank you, Lord God, and we bless and magnify your name. Let the name of the Lord Jesus Christ be high and lifted up 
in Jesus mighty name Lord procure your goodness and prosperity into each one of our lives according to Jeremiah 33 verse 9 and Lord bless us and let us not forget prosperity according to Lamentations chapter 3 verse 17 Lord let us prosper like Abraham Genesis 24 verse 35 and Lord bless us and increase us like Abraham our father Isaiah 51 verse 2 Lord let us prosper like Joseph Genesis 39 verse 2 Lord bless us like Asher let us dip our feet in oil according to Deuteronomy 33 verse 24 Lord bless our house like the house of Obed-Edom 2nd Samuel chapter 6 verse 12 Lord bless us and bring us into a wealthy place according to Psalm 66 verse 12 Lord give us the power to get wealth according to Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18 and Lord we are givers let the wealth and riches be upon our houses Lord God according to Psalm 112 verse 3 and Lord let your blessing make us rich and add no sorrow with it Lord bless us with enough to eat with plenty left Lord God according to second Chronicles chapter 31 verse 10 Lord let us prosper like Daniel Daniel chapter 6 verse 28 let let ever journey we take Lord God be a prosperous one according to Romans 110 Lord God let every good seed that we plant prosper according to Zechariah 812 it is more blessed to give than to receive according to Acts 20 verse 35 and so God cause us Lord God help us Lord God we declare and decree that we give and it's given unto us pressed down shaken together and running over men give on to us according to Luke chapter 6 verse 38 and so we pause for a moment and ask you Heavenly Father throughout the year 2019 and beyond show us where to sow our seed show us Lord God make it clear to us where is the good ground that we might sow our seed where is are the places Lord God that you called us to link up with and partner with and sow seed into Lord God for this the principle of sowing and reaping the law of sowing and reaping originated with you and so God we align ourselves with that law Lord God and say we choose to do it God's way we need your direction Lord so show us where to sow in Jesus mighty name that we will sow bountifully and we will reap bountifully according to 2nd Corinthians chapter 9 verse 6 for heavenly father we acknowledge today Lord God that there is no man-made banking system there is no we acknowledge today that there is no man-made system of any kind that can cause us to flourish that can cause us to reap bountifully in any way shape or form the way that the system is the law is that you have set up in your word and we acknowledge Lord God first and foremost first and foremost that you are the one that set up how to sow bountifully to reap bountifully men would say put a few dollars into the bank and let interest accumulate and God you may lead some people to do that but we know God that we need to get the plan we need to get the strategic directions Lord God from you where do we sow because we know obedience to you Lord God you will cause us to prosper it's under your Lordship Lord Jesus Christ that we submit our prosperity to you our ability to prosper the footsteps of our prosperity it's all submitted unto you Lord God today in Jesus name Lord remember our offerings Lord God 
as we honor you with first fruits of our increase. Let our barns be filled with plenty, according to Proverbs chapter 3, 9, and 10. That we will not lack God because we are givers. Lord, let wealth and riches be in our house, for we are givers, according to Psalm 112, verse 3. And we bring the tithes, we bring the offerings to the storehouse. Let the windows of heaven be opened upon our lives. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. We bring the tithe and the offering to the storehouse. Rebuke the devourer for our sake, Lord God. Malachi chapter 3, 11. Lord, we sow into good ground. We reap an abundant harvest. Galatians 6, 7. We believe in seed time and harvest. As long as the earth remains, because you said in Genesis 8, 22, seed time and harvest shall remain as long as the earth remains. And so we give, Lord God, and as we give, release your heaps into our lives according to Second Chronicles 31, verse 8, that we have a bountiful eye and we give and we receive your blessing, Lord. We give, God, and we give richly, Lord God. And as we give, Lord, therefore give us richly all things to enjoy according to First Timothy 6, 17. That we bring an offering and we come into your courts according to Psalm 96 verse 8. Let our prayers and giving come up as a memorial, memorial before you. Acts chapter 10 verse 4. I will support anointed ministers and my needs are met according to your riches and glory according to Philippians 4, 18 and 19. Lord God, the places of power where the power of God is flowing, where the anointed ministers of God are ministering, Lord God, where the, the ground is rich and fertile, Lord God, with the presence of God, Lord God, show us where you would have us to sow in 2019, Lord God, as never before. Make it clear as this is the end time of, of the kingdom, Lord God, wrapping up things, Lord, for your soon return, Lord. Let us sow seed. Let us be in that place, Lord God. We're helping to fulfill the vision of God in the man of God, the woman of God, Lord God, that are going forth in this end time, Father, as you have called them to do. Lord God, that none of us will miss it, Lord. We will hear the sound of your voice and know where to sow our seed. And we shall reap. We shall reap according to your system, according to your word, according to the law of sowing and reaping that you have set up, Lord God. And our trust is in you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not unto your own understanding, but in all your ways. And so, Heavenly Father, in all our ways today, we say we are trusting in you for our prosperity. Show us where to give. We say today we are trusting in you. Show us where to sow in Jesus' name. Lord God, that we are doers of the word. We obey your word by giving. Luke's chapter 6, verse 38. We minister to you, Lord, with our substance, according to Luke chapter 8, verses 2 and 3, Lord God. We would have nothing apart from you. And so we thank you. Prayers for the blessing of Carmel and Sharon. I receive the blessings of Carmel and Sharon upon my life. Let the excellency of Carmel be upon our lives, Lord God, according to Isaiah 35, verse 2. And let us be a fruitful field like Carmel, Isaiah 35, 2. Let the beauty and fruitfulness of Carmel be upon our lives, Isaiah 35, 2. Let our lives be green and flourishing 
like Carmel and Sharon, Isaiah 35, 2, and blossoming, it shall blossom. This is your promise to each one of us because of your kingdom in Jesus' mighty name. Well, saints, we've been praying this morning out of prayers that activate blessings by Apostle John Eckhart. I hope that you're praying with me as it's a huge blessing just to be able to stand in agreement and pray together um, as we go forth with the radio broadcast. I want to say this morning, if you do not know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, He loves you very, very much. He's a good God. He loves you. He wants to bless you in every area of your life. He wants to show you the way because He is the way, the truth, and the life. He wants to show you how to do life 2019 and beyond. Get yourself a Bible. Read the Bible. Find yourself a church. If you don't know Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, and you would like to, if you're tired, you're exhausted, and you've had enough of doing it your own way, please, would you pray with me today? Heavenly Father, I come before you in the mighty name of Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. Make me clean, white as snow. Forgive me, Jesus. Come inside my heart. Live big inside of me. Everything I am, everything I hope to be, I give to you now. I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that God the Father raised Jesus Christ from the dead. I want to be a Christian. Fill me, Holy Spirit. Baptize me, Holy Spirit. Fill me with your power. Fill me with your love. Take my life and do something with it. Saints, from Pastor Larry and myself, we love you all. Blessed week in Jesus' name.